Hey world, you're listening to The Real Rob Taylor on realrobtaylor.com. Made in Manchester, furrowed brow are an experimental punk band whose DIY sound combines social commentary with elements of punk originators such as The Damned, Magazine and The Buzzcocks. Their new single, Punctual Punk, and the narrative of Hugh Gordon Pym is out on the 7th of April. Joining us now to talk us through it is Richie from Furrowed Brow. Richie, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, yeah how are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. I'm enjoying uh, this uh, glorious Manchester sunshine that we're yeah, getting. Yeah, can't wait of. to get out there. No, no, absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it feels like we've all been tucked away for months and months on end, and uh, yeah, finally we've changed the clocks and the sun's coming out and it's, it's all coming together. Mm. Fantastic. Um, so uh, tell us about uh, Furrowed Brow. You know, let's, let's sort of go into your background a little bit and... Um, uh, talk about uh, the name and and how you got together. Um, the name is uh, well. I'd always uh, in previous bands, um, you'd always get together and go, "What should we call ourselves?" And everyone would say different names, and they'd all be rubbish, and you'd all have to agree on something. So this band, before I got anyone together, I just decided on a name. I thought it'd be better. And I had like about 200 names to choose from. And I spent a lot of time thinking about it. And I, th- I think Furrow Brow was the best one. It's got a ring to it. It's a good <laughs> name. It certainly is. And it kind of epitomizes what the music's about, which is um, just confusion, frustration, uh, anxiety, and uh, just thought, thinking about stuff. You know, when you think about stuff, you get a Furrow Brow. Indeed, you do. Um, so um, you you mentioned that you can't you you decided on the name before getting the band together. So it sounds like uh, you know your baby. Um, how how did you get together? Um, well, I was looking for people for a long time in Manchester. I moved to Manchester in two thousand fourteen, and just trying to find people and just endless kind of practices with well, it's called practices, but just meetings with people off join my band and stuff like that or even meeting people and then you go you meet them at a club and you go like um do you want to meet like on saturday or whatever and most of them don't phone you back uh and then the the few that do you meet up and none of it works and it's just spending like years doing that well not years i kind of gave up for a couple of years and then i started again uh and eventually i found my drummer christy yeah, he was introduced to me by a mutual friend on New Year's Eve 2018. Uh, and he couldn't, uh, he wanted to play music with me. I wanted to play music with him. Uh, and I said, what can you play? And he said, guitar. And uh, I tried him out on guitar. He wasn't very good. Uh, and they said, I can play keyboard as well. So I tried him out on keyboard. He wasn't very good. Uh, so then uh, it's a bit of a, I was just in bed one day and I was thinking, like, what can he actually... And then I just thought, why doesn't he just play, like, drums, like a uh, dude out of Jesus Merichain, you know? Uh, and just got him to just hit the drums. If you can do that with your, with your hands, <laughs> you can play drums, can't you? So he just stands up and plays the drums like that, and a very good drummer he is too, you know? He stands so, up and plays the drums. Yeah, yeah, he just stands up and just... He doesn't have a bass drum, just, just uh, tom and snare. Uh, he doesn't even play the cymbals, you know, maybe one. one si- if you listen to Narrative Hugh Gordon Pym, it's the B-side to our single, like, uh, there's literally two, two cymbals in the whole song, uh, and 
punctual punk. There's there's probably less. I don't know. <laughs> I've not counted on that one. But um, he doesn't play the cymbals either. It's just those two drums. So it's very sort of thudding, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, that, that probably contributes to your to your very sort of uh, lo-fi sound, and I mean that in a complimentary way. I don't, I, you know, I'm not. Of course, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No one wants to sound good, do they? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, and then like I, I just met. Uh, it's weird because I met um, as soon as I got to Manchester when I joined my band, and I met my keyboard player on there, and we had like one pra- We had one meeting, and then we were both too busy, and it just kind of fizzled out. And then when I was looking for a band uh, in 2019, she just saw a Facebook post of mine. We, we, we sort of kept on kept, kept Facebook friends, and she got back in touch. And after four years, we just got on a house like fire, uh, got on like a house on fire. So um, it all worked out really. Excellent. So it all kind of fallen together. But you've you've got that. You know, it's clearly a punk band that's made with the punk proper punk ethos of you know of just sort of uh, throwing it together and seeing what fits and seeing what works really, rather than the you know the very sort of formulated way of um, um, you know uh, putting an ad out for for a keyboard player or for for a drummer or something like that. You, you you're just sort of working with what you've got. Well, I don't know because we did put ads out. That's the point. But like, um, but it's um the but you it, i i almost said to you rob exactly you've hit the nail on the head because it doesn't matter how well you can play it's whether you fit or not and that's the important thing and i think i think that that comes through in the music as well um we'll we'll listen to the narrative how dare you, you. <laughs> uh, we'll um uh, we'll listen to the narrative of you gordon pimp shortly uh but let's listen to the a side first punctual punk before we do can you can you give us a sort of overview of what this is about uh it's not really about anything i just met my uh i met my friend one day and he was late well no no he's all he's, he was always late so i got there late and he was actually on time. And for some stupid reason, I wrote a song about it uh, and put in a load of Albert Camus to make it interesting. Cool. Uh, and it is interesting. And um, it's uh, it's quite a remarkable track. And it's awfully brief as well, which is something else that I really like about it. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's impossible it to get bored. certainly leaves us wanting more. So let's listen to it. Punctual Punk by Farrah Brown. Oh 
Mutual Punk by Furrow Brow. Still with me is Richie from Furrow Brow. So, um, I mean, you were just saying uh, uh, that you know that, that this is this sounds awesome. Who's this? Um, and and well, it's you. And uh, I think that the um, uh, I think that that's great when when you can listen to your own music and go, yes, this is great. You know, as, as if it isn't you. Um, is that? Oh, I love it. Is, yeah, exactly. I mean, is it, you're making the sort of music you want to make. That means. Yeah, I mean, like when I get the uh, Spotify um, who you've listened to thing at the end of the year, it's just going to be Furrow Brow, the yeah. top five artists. I think that's probably going to be the case for most people, actually. I like, well, yeah, obviously. Obviously, obviously. Um, so uh, during the track, uh, we were talking about uh, you know, uh, the the sort of difference in sound between punctual punk, because um, I only heard this just moments before we started recording this. Um, the the other tracks I've heard from you are Dead 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 Still Digging. I played that in the June episode uh, last year of uh, of Real Rob Taylor, and um, uh, and and uh, Pissing Superfluous, which is uh, your, your latest single, I think, and that's that's also out now. Um, but this has a, a kind of very different. Um, uh, uh, different sort of more rock and roll sound to it, I think. Yeah, it's. Um, uh, I'm not sure about rock and roll, but um, the last uh, the last recordings we did, we did them in a day, basically live. There was like eight recordings in uh, in a day, mm-hmm. and this one uh, we did uh, two recordings in two days. Right. So. It's uh, it's a lot more professional sounding, let's say. Although we actually spent the same amount of money, so we just got a quarter of the songs for the same price. Right. Okay. Uh, but still, I mean, you, you've got that breathing space, really. You know, you've given yourself that breathing space, and um, I think that comes across. Uh, and um, well, I mean, in my humble opinion, it's money well spent. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I don't. I don't want to embarrass anyone by, uh, I wouldn't say that, but like, um, it was good value for money. Let's just put it like that. Excellent. Good, good. I'll, I mean, yeah, certainly. It's, it's a uh, steal. Let's, uh, let's talk about the narrative of Hugh Gordon Pym. Um, that's the, this is the B side, uh, of the, of the single. Um, who's Hugh Gordon Pym? Uh, well, it's a conglomerate of two people, really. Um, there's a... Uh, an Edgar Allan Poe novel called the, the Narrative of Arthur Gordon Pym of Nantucket. Right. And it's not a very good novel. It's the only novel he wrote. Um, and, uh, and, and so I thought, I was reading that and I just thought I'd, I'd merge that. I was being wanting to write a song about BBC News for ages as well. So I thought I'd merge that with BBC News. And the only thing that was on BBC News was a pandemic. So I thought I'd merge that in two. Right. So it's essentially... A conglomerate of three things: a pandemic, BBC News, and um, uh, the, uh, the, the novel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, the health editor on BBC News is called uh, Hugh Pym. Right. So um, it kind of worked, really. So I just changed it to Hugh Gordon Pym, and uh, it's it's just a kind of commentary on how the news of the pandemics. Uh, given to us, reported to us via the medium of Edgar Allan Poe. I see. Uh, all right. Well, um, I mean, this is this is incredible kind of um, uh, uh, the creativity of uh, you know slotting these things together. Um, let's hear it and let's talk more about that. So uh, this is Furrow Brow uh, with the narrative of Hugo. Grand 
Granddaddy raised by handsome rebuke. Granddaddy raised by handsome rebuke. And hide in a box, carry to see the fibulum fumes poisoning me. Everybody gets whacked, mutiny. It's never this bad at BBC. The health of the nation is bothering me. Images provide a transparency.
the narrative of Hugh Gordon Pibb by Furrow Brow. Richie's still with me. Uh, so, Richie, um, uh, let's uh, we, we've covered sort of songwriting and uh, and so on. Let's let's talk about things a little bit more broadly. Um, lockdown has affected us all. Uh, how's it affected you and your songwriting and your music and uh, and you know the, the band generally? Just negatively, all around negatively. Um, we're not playing any gigs for start. We're not practicing since December because we're socially conscientious. We don't want to kill old people by spreading the disease around. But a lot of bands in Manchester are carrying on practicing. You know, make your own conclusions about that. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's um, uh, maybe it's dedication to art, or maybe it's just selfishness. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's just bad in every way. There's no good thing about it. Mm, yeah, to be yeah. Sad apart from that, really. You, you've you've not found that uh, the sort of uh, the change in pace and the kind of solitude, if you like, has uh, made you um, more creative, or you spent time doing that. You found it, it's more of a it's been more of a hindrance than a help. Uh, well, it's, it's not neither really. Like um, I try to work as little as I possibly can, and I try to devote as much time as I possibly can to writing music and to being in a band and doing music. And so before the pandemic, it was 24-7 anyway, you know, and after this pandemic, it's, it's the same thing, apart from we don't have gigs in between, which is the, the best part of being in a band anyway. So it's just taken the, the good part and left all the shit. Me sitting in a room writing songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose it has, isn't it? It's uh, it's all the work and none of the play. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So uh, so let's let's hopefully put that behind us as we're all gradually trying to do. Um, plans for twenty twenty one. I know that you've got a couple of gigs booked already. Um, what's what's your? Uh, you know, we're still uh, we're leaving March, just about to go into April. Uh, you've got this. Uh, you've got Punctual Punk coming out um, on the 9th of April. Sorry, seventh of April. Seventh of 7th, April. Yeah. Um, and um, uh, and and so uh, you know the the world is gradually starting to wake up a little bit. Um, uh, what's what do you see happening in twenty twenty one? What for uh, for Furrow Brow? Yeah. Um, not much to be honest. Right. <laughs> just uh, just the, I'm hoping that we become world famous and rich and everyone loves us. But the, the reality is, uh, probably not. You know, I'm a realist, so it's uh, we'll, we'll release this thing on the seventh of April, and then uh, probably well, we'll start playing gigs again in, after the twenty first of June or whenever it is. Yeah. Although that will probably be pushed back. I expect so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then we'll we'll be sat there till September doing nothing and just um, I mean what we've tried to do during the pandemic there's I mean all you can do is uh, we, we, we I mean I say we I did a few live streams and shit like that to begin with and it's um, it, it's just kind of just hollow yeah I can't really think of a better word mm. for it it's kind of a shadow of a gig you know yeah yeah um, uh, so we don't, I, I don't do that anymore. And it's, um, so just kind of the only thing, but the, the only thing you can do is release stuff and try and record stuff. Um, I mean, it, we're lucky we got the recordings done in, uh, I think it was early December, uh, when there was a, like a, a brief lull yeah. and we were allowed to, or I think we weren't strictly, I can't remember, but, um, mm. 
so we just just try and get. I mean, we've got loads of songs, you know. We've got loads of songs that we haven't even practiced yet. Yeah. Let alone released. So it's just releasing them and keeping the trying to keep some of the momentum going, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good to know you've got stuff in the pipeline then, and it's uh, you know uh, 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 that you've you know that you are still that it hasn't completely stunted your creativity. No, no. Well, there's, there's too much, and the thing is, you know, I've spoke to during the brief lulls. Um, I have spoke to people, and you know, a lot of bands are uh, uh, splitting up and dying, and you know, I mean, I'm glad that we're still even together. Still, you know, it's mm. it's a it's a huge achievement because. Everyone's getting, you know, uh, like just bored of it and uh, depressed and, uh, you know. Despondent, I think. Is, Despondent. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It's, it's, Despairing. Yeah, yeah. Suicidal. Lots of D words. Yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, so uh, you are you're clearly um, you know uh, big on on the on the on the independent band scene. Uh, you you know you've you've uh, uh, you mentioned meeting people in clubs to form the band, and uh, you you've just talked about um, uh, talking about other bands uh, failing. You you know you clearly have a great sort of network there. So who what other independent bands should we be listening to now apart from Furrow Brow? Oh, independent bands. Well, anybody, uh, you, uh, whoever you like, but you know, just uh, you know, let's not get too technical about it. But, but, but who would, who do you recommend we listen to? Who's uh, who's fresh and new? Well, it depends where you're from. If you're listening uh, in uh, South Africa or something, then I would recommend uh, you know. Well, if you haven't heard of them yet, Fat White Family or something. Uh-huh. Um, but you probably have, even if you live in Iceland or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but like. There's not actually that many good bands in Manchester at the moment, you know. Um, there are some, um, but a lot of it, I think it's the word for it is um, uh, conceited, you mm. know. Uh, it's kind of like assumed that because you're from Manchester, you're good, you know, because there's this whole sort of civic pride sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, but most of the time, uh, you're actually not, <laughs> um, but like there is a really good band in Manchester called Babel Station. They've got like, I think they've got like, like I don't know, like 150 followers or something. They're not very big, but yeah. they're absolutely amazing. Uh, Babel Station, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, really like that band. And the thing is, I'm not going to just promote my friends either. You know, yeah. it's uh, it's about the music all the time Mm. so sorry if you're my friend and i've not promoted you (laughs) but uh that's that's how it is um (laughs) you know there's there's a band called uh the red stains in manchester at the moment they're really good yeah uh quite a big band called blanket man coming out Mm -hmm. they've done some really good stuff and uh bone shakes um there's a leads band called that egg imposition and the guy just, uh, he comes on stage in a big foam egg costume. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's quite funny. You know, it's just, uh, th- there's a lot of good music around. Yeah. There is. Um, it's just that you've got to be discerning about it, I think. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, I think we're, you know, we're living in that time when there is more, we've got more access to more music than ever before. Um, and I think one of the biggest problems, particularly with Spotify and the sort of, uh, the, 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 you know, the, the um, immediate availability of all this is uh, it, it's, it's sorting the wheat from the chaff. Uh, you know. Well, it's a problem. Yeah, everyone thinks they're an expert now. So like pretty much 
it's just the whole sort of pop idol thing, isn't it? Or mm. is it even called that anymore? I don't, I don't know. know. But, don't like, know. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, you know, like everyone thinks they're an expert at writing, but it's actually, you know, it's it's uh, it's harder than it looks to be brilliant. You know, you can't just you can't just write a few songs and then get a PR company to kind of spread the word and you become famous. Well, you can actually. <laughs> That's usually how it works. And like, but you know, like it doesn't mean you're any good though. No, no, it doesn't. Um, but uh, but yes, it's uh, it's certainly something that um, uh, uh, PR and marketing is certainly something that can that can help. But um, but it's not the definitely o- it, yeah. It's it's not the only thing. It's not the only tool in the box. You know, you you need a good product. You can't polish a turd, as they say. Exactly, but you can cover it in glitter. Yes, which is what we've done. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but uh, <laughs> no, I think there's uh, you've got you, there's a lot more substance there. I think mm. <laughs> watery substance. Yeah, right. Well, <clears throat> on that bombshell, um, uh, we let's not go further into that. I don't think. <laughs> Um, Richie, uh, it's it's been an absolute delight, a revelation talking to you um, uh, about your music and um, uh, and about. So, just uh, one thing we were talking about uh, during the narrative, Hugh Gordon Pym. What's your favourite ice cream flavour? Oh, uh, rum and raisin. Rum I've, and I've raisin. got this specially prepared for this question. <laughs> yeah, we won't. But go... I, I don't like the. Um, uh, what's that really? Good, uh, what's that really good ice cream van uh, brand called? Um, ben and Jerry's. Uh, no, no, uh, no, no, no. The other one. There's another uh, one. Gelatino or something. It's like an Italian one. Okay. But I, I bought theirs and it's rubbish. There's not enough raisins. Oh my goodness. That's, no, bring not your, rum. I'm bring your own. No, no, that's uh, that'd be worse. Too much ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> I just like just give me some rum with raisins in it and a bit of cream in it, <laughs> and that's all. Uh, yeah, that, and out of the freezer. That's it. Perfect, and that's uh, that's the prime dessert for twenty twenty one for Furrow Brown. That's it. That's coming. <laughs> Be prepared. Excellent. Good. Well, I look forward to uh, to seeing you um, at, at your uh, your gig in, in July. Hopefully, it's. Gonna, I look forward to seeing you it, too. It's going to go ahead, and yeah, let's let's uh, have some rum and some raisins. Mm. Certainly, um, Richie from Furrow Brow. Thank you very much for joining me. Thanks for having me. And don't forget, you can find all the links you need on the show page to connect with Furrow Brow. Just go to realrobtaylor.com and search for Furrow Brow. Get on the guest list while you're there. Never miss a show. realrobtaylor.com slash guest list or follow the links on the homepage. Uh, Subscribe on your favorite podcast app, of course. Just search for Real Rob Taylor. Thanks once again to Richie from Furrow Brow for joining me in this episode. And thank you for listening. The Real Rob Taylor on realrobtaylor.com. The Real Rob Taylor is a Reads More production. All tracks in this show are protected by copyright and have been included with the express permission of the copyright holders. All rights reserved. Play it loud.